0: So what's good y'all? What's another episode of Thoughts Pending Podcast? It's your host Shah Solo this week with the special returning guest. Go ahead and announce yourself, bro. What
1: it do with the business is, you know. The other Rashad back and back in it again for another for another fabulous episode of Thoughts Pending
0: with pending thoughts through the week, the <laughs> month. No, nah, for sure, man. Always glad to have you on, bro. So you want to tell listeners how you've been as of late, or you just want to get right into the topics? Damn, but I uh, do a podcast since I've been engaged. No, nah, you haven't. I don't think we can talk about that for a bit. Yeah, man. Damn. How's life,
1: man? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I thought I did, bro. I really.
0: I swore I thought I did, but I thought, man, so too, but nah, I don't think so.
1: Life is great. Life is actually. Be honest, bro. Life is actually more peaceful. Right? I ain't gonna lie to you. It's more, it's way more peaceful. It's just, you know, better security. You know, it's less of a, it's less of things that you just gotta think about. Like you know that you may, you know, you're other, like the most one of the most happiest women on the on the earth. Um, the wedding planning in itself is not fun, but <laughs> um, you know that's just, that just is what it is with that one. But as far as just, you know, just being engaged, man, one of the best feelings you ever gonna experience as a man, and trust me, you'll never, like, you'll never, you'll never get that first, that one moment back. It's, I can't say walking down the office because I haven't crossed that bridge just yet, but I'm headed there, but just being married, man, just being engaged, man, it's it's beautiful, man. you know, my my co the co host of the, the co-host of the show, he was there so he could attest it was you know, yes. very, 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 very beautiful. Everybody thought I was nervous. Nah, I ain't nervous, man. So I was
0: good. <laughs> yeah, nice. son for sure. That was definitely an experience. I think that's the first engagement I've ever been to before, actually now I think about it. So yeah, that was dope. Definitely saying, you know, two good friends come together. You know, I couldn't even put it into words but it was definitely an experience man and like I was talking to you before about you know the whole ring sizing question then I got scolded for it even though I was just inquiring for future references not that I had a woman right now that I'm trying to marry but you know just brother to brother hey. just trying to learn some stuff cause it's like the better the early you know that stuff the better I feel like you know
1: so right. cause but, you know, go ahead but see the, but see the thing is like I uh, like I told you it's one of those things in which nobody you, nobody can tell you exactly what to do in that moment. Like, I know that, you know, we as men in those situations when you, when you show you want to do something, you know, you still just want to ask your men, you know what I'm saying, for advice. But you know, the best advice that I can give is you have to really do that, that whole process on your own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to... Because it's it's like, it's like way more rewarding. And not saying that people don't need help, but, like, for me personally, I didn't ask for help, you know, with picking the ring out. I did it on my own. Because that's just knowing your partner and knowing, okay, this is what's going to make her cry, and this is what's going to, like, eh, she's going to say, yeah, but she's not really going to love the ring. Like you gotta know whether she likes big rings, whether she likes small rings, whether she likes Princess cut, whether she likes um you know, a big a big diamond in the middle. You never you like you don't know. Maybe she just wants a regular small ring, whether maybe she wants something from Tiffany's, maybe she wants Rose Gold. It's just those things that you just don't know. It's, it's so many things that going to it. Um, and just picking out the ring for yourself, like you'll know. Like, once you look at that ring, like, you be like, okay, this the one right here. And, like, everybody I showed, it was like, hey, yo, this the one right here. Like, it was – it wasn't too big. It wasn't too small. It was just perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, just going through the whole process of, you know, leading up to it, it was just, you know, like I told everybody, I wanted to make sure that everyone that she had that had an impact on her life and you know that she had a genuine friendship with was there, and for the most part, I pretty much made sure that that was the case because that was the most people I've ever had at my house. The oh most wow! Ever, that was the most people I ever had at had, had at my house, and it was just a fun it was just a fun occasion, man. Like it was, of course, you no know, was no drama. Of course, you know, no little shade, no little side comments. But it was just good. It was just good to see. Like I can mix, you know, her friends and my friends. Cause that was the first time I ever did that, and that was, and I was just like, man, I'm glad everything just worked out. Like I'm glad, and you know, pretty much half the people that was there is gonna be at the wedding, so you know, my school just you know mingled now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, for sure, I had a blast in that joint, son. Like that was a great, a great day Um, for sure, especially cap the summer off with. Like that was great. Like, like you said, it's important to have you know, you be able to mix friends, especially you know. All in this for the long haul, man. So when y'all do want to have, you know, the get togethers or whatever the case may be, you know, I know like who y'all can, you know, invite. You ain't got to think like, damn, I can't invite them because they might not mesh well together. So I think that's right. really important, man.
1: Exactly. Absolutely, man. But other but other than that, man, fellas, if you if you want to get engaged, don't rush it. Make sure it's done right. That's the best. though. that's the best I can tell you. Make sure you do it right, and make sure that you don't you cut all corners. Talk to the talk to her parents. Talk to her siblings. Even if you don't get along, just talk to them, because the one thing I one thing I say, you don't want it to be a situation after it's over, because once that because once that respect lost, ain't no getting that shit back. Yeah. You know, 'cause you, you cause you taking away cause you basically asking, you know, their parents to may I take away the responsibility of taking care of your daughter for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a big you yeah, you, you got you gotta think about that. But best feeling, man. That's just the best way I can say. If anybody if anybody got any any, any other questions, you know, just ask. Hey, it ain't that difficult, man. You won't be nervous, it's all, all right. Ain't nothing but ain't nothing but a proposal. I'm saying it like it ain't nothing, like that ain't nothing major. I'm be I say yeah, so <laughs> the right there, bro. But
0: either way, man, like I said, I glad y'all did it. And, you know, like that was major. For sure, yeah, So uh, I guess I'll go ahead and jump into independent all of the week. Switch gears a little bit. This is something I've been th- I've been thinking about for the past couple of weeks with everything that's been transpiring in the news and as far as just. I think this has always been an ongoing conversation, and I would say especially for black folk, but, like, what's your mm-hmm. opinion on respectability politics? Because like, I really don't understand the... Uh, I get the I, I, the ideology of it, but I just feel like sometimes trying to put it into practice is seems very unauthentic to me. Like, it's like, I can't be who I am. Like, you know how the church says, come as you are or whatever. Like, I feel like that should be like that with anything that you do. But I think it's always going to be, and I'm sure it's like that in other, you know, social demographics as well, outside of black people. It's like some people feel like, yo, you should be dressed like this and you should operate this way publicly. And it's like, if I'm not harming anybody, I don't really see a problem with me being who I am, whether how I dress or where I'm from or how I act or whatever. So I'm going to get your, you know, POV on it. Um...
1: Respectability politics. Uh, I really feel as though it ties, it like it pretty much ties into you know censor. Like you're trying to censor whether it be black people, whether it be white people, whether it be you know Chinese people. However, you want to say it. Whether you're just trying to, whether you want to discuss it like a different race, I just feel like you just trying to, like you're just trying to censor that race in a sense because when you're dealing with things on a political level. Everybody's view. Everybody's view of who they want to, you know, run office, be governor, um, however, like however you want, however you want to say it, you know, that's mm-hmm. gonna be. It's just that's gonna be different than you know the next person's views. But the thing, but the thing is that we fall into is just because, and I can go back to you know the Trump, the first, the Trump election. We can go Mark. back there. Um, how. How some black people like you had black people in like they like Tennessee, um, not Chicago, like as weird as it is, like South Dakota, like all of those weird, all of those weird states, Montana, all that shit. you know, like you had black people li- literally showing up to rallies for Trump, and every time you would see it on TV, you would be like, How the hell can you vote for him? And after he said and he did everything towards black people and things of that nature, right. Right. So when you so when you look at and even, even when you look at white people who were against who were against it, who were against Trump too, absolutely. We like we still like we as black people still was like we don't trust you because you're white and we know that it's a it's a hidden agenda to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we didn't do but we didn't do that for those other black people because we just called them you know Uncle Toms or like y'all sellouts. Or, like, how we do this shit with Herschel Walker right now. I don't know a word, I don't know a fucking word Herschel Walker is saying anytime he does a speech. I just know that there's no fucking way that he gets like, he should be, like, he should get any votes. But you see, he has a following. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, I don't really, like, I don't really understand why when we did, like, when we're dealing with politics, it's always, I'm right, like, I'm right, you're wrong. Um, you can't, like you have no right to feel like this because this is how it should be. Like, no, it's not how it should be. It's how it, it's how it's what works for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like yes. I don't really like I don't really feel like when we dealing with when we dealing with that that everyone looks at it as a benefit for America and itself as a whole. You're looking at it for just like your demographic of people type shit. Or your demic, or your, you know, financial status, or you know, if you want somebody to offer, like if you want to Trump enough because you know he's gonna look out for the rich and say fuck the poor, kind of like, well, kind of like Brett, kind of like what Brett Favre did in with in Mississippi, like you mm-hmm. gonna look up I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm gonna look out for the rich, and I'm gonna just say fuck the poor type shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. You no, know, that's how. I mean, that's pretty much how I feel about it. I just feel like. It's just all. It's just all the. It's just all the way. Just it it's how you feel. It's how you think. But this shit is bullshit to me. Cause it's damn if you do, damn if you don't.
0: Yeah, not nah, with you on that, man. I just think like it's it to a point where it just gets exhausting to try to even try to. uh I guess not debate it, but try to combat it because it's like at the end of the day, people are gonna think what they think about you whether you know black white whatever and i just think people already have this preconceived notion of how they see a specific group of people and i mean that's just the way the human mind works everybody has prejudices to some degree there's no way like you can say that you don't because of course you see somebody dressed a certain way but oh they probably move as like such and such or if they're from a certain area it's like oh you're from that one city that people act like this and that that's just the way we think until some people that are open-minded then they you know meet people from there and get to know them then it's like oh it's not as wow, as I thought it was, or this person's completely different not what I thought, you know, but, you know, I just feel like it's purposeless, because, like, I've seen a lot of, um, what was it? I'll probably go get into, like, the next conversation about, like, you know, uh, how hip-hop is treated towards major corporations, which is a bigger conversation, but, like, I just feel like it's just BS to me with the respectability politics. No matter how you dress, people still going to think about you, how they, what they think about you, you know, like, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King wore suits and still got shot, essentially, you know? So, the fuck? It doesn't mean just because you dress and talk a certain way that you're going to automatically be perceived as, like, you know, like, oh, well, they always clean cut, they always this and that. No, man. Like, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We're all all multifaceted human beings at that. And it's like, you know, who cares about how you dress or how you, you know, I mean, I guess depending on the severity of it. But, like, long as you're comfortable in your skin, young, I feel like that's that's suffice, in my opinion. Because can't nobody tell you something about yourself that you don't already know? You know, so I think that whole conversation of respectability politics just gets long and drawn out. And then, of course, you know, every time this time to vote, it's always this is the most important election of your lifetime. It's like every single one is. And it's just like we get more of the same over and over. But that's a bigger conversation. And this isn't really a political podcast. But, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. No, I
1: just chuckle, man. I don't, really, I don't really see how... You know the fact that how you dress. Why would that like why why that impact someone's political stance or anything like that? But like you said, they shot they shot every they shot every prominent black activist and they all wore suits. They didn't was even sweatsuits even out back then.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's I'm like it doesn't really matter how you dress. People gonna think and say what they want to do. You know, so it is what it is. But um, guess we can go ahead and switch gears, which is kind of still in the same subject matter in a way. Um, do you think like it's possible for hip hop to kind of change the way it's treated or the way it's uh, received through the general public or just major corporation in general? Because the reason why I ask this question is because of, you know, everybody has a complaint about, you know, drill rap or whatever kind of rap. And it's just like we've had these age old conversations since the 90s, at least. From the outside looking in, of course, I vaguely remember some of this stuff, but we could take it even before, you know, Uncle Luke and N.W.A., when they were trying to get them, you know, banned or whatever. But it's just like, mm-hmm. again, respectability politics It's like, oh, well, you shouldn't talk about this way about people or whatever. And it's like people are expressing themselves through their art. Granted, I mean, I think people conflate that the music you listen to kind of can play out into how you are as a person, which, I mean, it plays a small effect, but I really feel like your environment plays the biggest effect on your life because you only listen to music for about, what, maybe two hours in total a day unless you're just in the crib doing nothing or even if you're going out to the club. The club ain't an all-day situation, you know? So I just want to get your spin on, like, do you think it's possible for hip-hop to change the way it's, like, perceived, or do you think, like, it's just going to continue to be like a... Source of pure entertainment, I guess, because that's kind of what I feel it—that that's what it is. I don't think it's much larger than life from my point of view. So,
1: the answer to answer your question, no, it's never going to change because the reason it's never going to change is because of the fact that the part, the product of the environment that rappers come from, will never change. Hmm. If that's all that, like, if that's all that rappers know, you know, like, if that's
0: <clears throat> if you grow up in Let's say if you grew up in DC So you got cut off. Did so you say something about being a DC yeah, environment?
1: So... Oh, don't say that again. It was cut it was like I was just coming in. I was just coming in as you were talking. Oh. Right.
0: So yeah, you said like something about being and like the music is not gonna change because of the environments that rappers come out of or whatever the case may be.
1: Right, the music is not gonna change because if you're not gonna change the product of the environment that the rappers come from you know, it's kind of like you're being you're being hypocritical about what you want them to rap about, or you're being hypocritical about what you want hip hop to be about. You know, hip hop evolves. You know, it's evolved from you know the days of KRS One, Dougie Fresh, um, Biggie, Tupac, Nas, Jay Z, even Bumby, Pimp C. Uh, if you wanna go even back further, the uh, big tuck three six mafia, you know soldiers, the hot boys, um, no limit, took the right. shotgun, all of them. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's evolved, like it's evolved so much that the complaints that you had back then is the same complaints that you're gonna continue to have. But the more you complaining, what are you doing to change the product of the environment? Like what are you doing? Like what are you doing to make changes? You know what I'm saying? Like what yeah. like like instead like instead of you know, banding together and fixing, you know, the projects the projects together, whatever however you wanna call it, your block, your hood, any however you wanna say it, you still let it happen and you still do nothing about it, but as soon as you know, people dying. As soon as people dying, what do you want to do? You want to blame rap music, right? Right. You want to blame rap music. You you want to blame rap music. You want to blame drugs, but you want to say, oh, it's tied into rap music because it's tied into the fact that they were selling drugs, but they got it, but they got it from listening to a rapper. A rapper is just a rap. A, a rapper is somebody that you're listening to that's just telling their story. In their own way, how they live it, or how they think they live it, however you want to you know, however you want say it, right? So, no, I don't feel. I don't really feel like it was. I don't really feel like it's, ever, it's gonna ever change until the until the people that you know, the companies and all that, they start to realize you're profiting off of people's deaths. Also, like you're profiting from these same rappers that you say oh you're like you're toxic for this environment or, you're toxic for this culture or hey we're going to we're going to you know give you a 360 deal but then we're going to cancel you because you're no longer popping or you're not trying to rap about the streets anymore because you're trying to change your image and things like that like companies want you to do that because it's going to make them money but do they give a fuck about do they are they going to give a fuck about it when it comes to you getting in trouble no
0: No, We've seen it time and time again, man, so.
1: No, so it's never, so it's just going to always be, it's going to always be a never ending cycle. It's never going to, it's never going to change. It's just, you just got to do your best to just, you know, change your image and stay out the way. Yeah. That's the best, that's the best you can do. You got to do with, I want to say Diddy, because Diddy was never really like a street nigga, like. You gotta do it like Jay Z did. Like Jay Z what he do right by the streets when he was right the streets when he was first in the game. Everybody pretty much knows the story. Now look at him. He stopped doing like he stopped doing it, changed up his whole Changed up the image a little bit and never got in trouble. Um yeah. you could say Goddamn Master P same thing. Yeah. Never got never got in trouble, but you knew where he came from and you knew what he rapped about. But When he got older, he when he got older, he changed up his image. Yeah, so so you know it. So you know it's it's all about the person. It's it's, you know.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's imperative, man. If you want to grow, you want to get out of your environment. You got to keep putting steps to get out of there. I mean, it's gonna be pushback. Everybody has pushbacks, but end of the day, like it's kind of like survival of the fittest for the most part. You know, you know the thing about it. I think some people get misconstrued thinking like, oh, once you out like you kind of got to stay down. Not stay down, but, like, stay within that element. And not element as far as living there, but as far as, like, your mindset and shit. But it's like, nah, that has to grow as well. And then go outside the rap, too, man. I mean, you know, once you start working a better job, and, you know, you probably won't be hanging around the same crowd people you was around before prior to that. Not to say that, you know, you fake, but it's like, man, y'all on the same bullshit, bro. I don't want to be around that shit no more, you know? So that's just how that goes. It's imperative to do that, man, because if you don't, End up another statistic. I mean, we're all statistics in some way, but you don't want to end up in that bad statistic, you know. So, especially the one that can railroad your life or your career. So, yeah, uh, I think like, time. Thug Lil Bate, like
1: Thug and little bait like Thug and Gunner. Absolutely. Like Thug and Gunner, you wasn't like you would never think that they would going to get a rego charge because you see that, you know, they're doing everything that you do. They they do positive things for the community of Atlanta. Like, like Gunner, get back to his old school. Thugger, you know, gives back. Thugger gives back also, and he, you know, freed people that couldn't post bail from, you know, jail and things of that nature. Like use his own personal lawyer to do things like that. Yeah, and it's like you still, and it's like no matter what, no matter how much you looked out for your your city, city ain't love you. Yeah, streets don't
0: love nobody, man. Like I said in an episode a long time
1: nobody. ago, don't <laughs> nobody, man. And yeah. same thing, unfortunately, but um. God rest, take off. Yeah. The streets like this, like this, like the streets don't, like the streets don't love you. And that's a perfect example of what of what we just said because he didn't bother anybody. Barely even, barely even was, barely even talked, you know, barely right. really did interviews and things of that nature. Um, So it's like even somebody that was good hearted as him and you never heard anybody spoke a bad word about him. But even still, when it come when it come down to it, the streets ain't loving me even. He wasn't even really in the streets.
0: Nope, just entertainer, man. That's yeah, was just,
1: was just a, but just but just but another one's like damn, like they can get you too.
0: Absolutely, it's like the big, the biggest lesson, not biggest lesson, but like like that movie Minutes of Society. Remember the dude? I think his name was Raheem. When I was a Muslim, like he wasn't. Even oh, Sharif. Interested. Sharif, my fault, Sharif. But yeah, Sharif wasn't. And none that stuff that old dog and that was into but he still got gunned down at the end of the movie for just being around him and like that was the metaphor for that it's like yeah you can go towards your positive path of progression in life but you keep hanging around the same people that's into that stuff man you will end up a statistic with them, unfortunately so yeah man granted I mean you know that sometimes things do just happen but I mean if you're in that element dog and your chances are very slim of making it out, especially when you don't need to be in that element no more, you know? So I understand. Yeah, man. So I guess to go ahead and switch gears a little bit to something not as somber, but uh <laughs> the of time you receive something you always wanted and realize it just wasn't for you anymore.
1: A fucking Impala.
0: Oh man. Then <laughs> what happened to the Impala, man? Kept getting you pulled over something for the maintenance.
1: Like, it was, it wasn't even that. It wasn't, I wouldn't say maintenance, but maintenance ended up tying into it. But it was the fact that everybody could try and steal it.
0: Jesus Christ, yeah,
1: damn. Like, when I, like when I, even when I'd be at work or you know, if I would like go out, like, if I'd be out the city or something like that, mm-hmm. I always try to, somebody always try to steal my app. And I got that, and I got that. My friend I got my first one from my from my dad. <laughs> my dad, I my dad, I'm in my first partner. Wow. And it's like I like I wish he would I wish he would have never got me that because it's just like he just bought me more problems. It just bought me more problems stress. Like I ain't gonna lie, I liked it because you know what I'm saying it was phase. It was phase, you know, it was reliable for the gays. Uh maintenance and all that wasn't even really an issue, but it it's just like, damn like to get like keep having to you know what I'm saying, get your window, get your window fixed and all that shit, and then you gotta redo your door handle doing shit, get somebody trying to fuck with that damn yeah that's that's, crazy. yeah, that's one thing i that's one thing i wish that's one thing that wasn't for me, bro not a, not in the slightest bit the it's like, it. I should have just motherfucking got an accurate or something.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the best teacher, man, like I always say, you don't know till you get it. And it's like, yeah, my, this ain't for me, dog. I'm trying to think of something that shit, I haven't man, seen me, that dude. I realized it wasn't for me. A little jungle, maybe? Shit. I guess I could put it in that predicament. Um, shit, I don't even put it towards certain friendships, man. Some people I, I associated with in my years of you know, growing up, it's just like, yeah, what the fuck was I thinking? Just because we, you know, went to the same school together, we really didn't need to hang out outside of school. This was a bad idea because, man, I got too many stories and niggas used to get me in some sideways situations, and it's like, you know, somebody might lie about some shit sometimes, the next thing you know, altercation breaks off, but it's like, that's the home, and it's like, we gotta fight by the lie, but after that shit's over with, it's like, yo, what the fuck were you thinking, son? Like, why didn't you tell me this situation is what it was, versus you know, just basically throwing niggas into the lions den with shit. But yeah. I would definitely say that's something I realized. you know, it's like, oh they, we went to the same we go to the same school or we live in the same neighborhood, so, you know, that's all that's the home. We we good, we can link whenever and it's like, nah, bro. like I ain't gonna name no names, but it's been some niggas I was I befriended in the past where it's like, yeah, if I hang with this nigga, I might end up dead or in jail. All because of their fucking ego. For sure. Like God damn, yeah, definitely that'd be one for me.
1: You know, of course,
0: again, you don't know that shit until you actually, you know, I guess get older and start really thinking like some stuff you really just not into. You know, like even um, other thing for me definitely was uh, I used to love Go Go's big time. You know, as a teenager, but now that I'm an adult. Nothing wrong with them, but I just I don't think they're as buck wild as used to be when we was youngsters either, though. But
1: not
0: man. even close. Yeah, but, man, back in, like, our teenage days, dog, I used to be friends with one of my mans I was in All-Stars, dog. Niggas used to get the record sometimes after the fucking show, and it's like, yeah, this ain't for me no more, bro. I'm trying to go off to school. I'm not trying to be out here fighting niggas from random neighborhoods and shit and getting into altercation with niggas. I don't know. It's just it's not where it's at, <laughs> bro. It's not because at the end of the day, it's like, wow, you submitted your life to some bullshit that doesn't give you anything, so why do it, you know? I'm sure that's a disheartening feeling for some people to realize at some point. I really, well, I didn't waste my life doing anything I didn't really want to do, though. But I'm sure some people get a realization where it's just like, yeah, young, this, I'm a crash dummy. (laughs) Essentially, I'm a crash dummy, you know, without even realizing it.
1: No, I think, I think everybody got that same, had that same, you know, experience with naming like friends. Man, that shit too man. Name and friends. You're not supposed to be friends, but that shit is too easy, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, every, like everybody has, you know, friends that they, like, nah, you wasn't, like, you really wasn't, a, like, you really wasn't for me, dog. You was just, you know, somebody, like you said, man, you was around the way with it. Like, you just somebody, like, you somebody that knows somebody that's close with me. And it's like, all right, I just be friend you off the strength, but then I just be knowing in my mind, like, fuck, no.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I used to get that misconstrued a lot. Just fuck with somebody off the strength for them being friends with someone else, you know. I used to always think, like, oh, this is my friend's friend, so that's the default. No, it's not. That, that's not, no. That's just somebody you just happen to know on a whim, dog. Like, I ain't learned. I ain't learned that lesson until, like, towards, the, shit, my mid-20s, man, where I was like, yeah. This is my man's his man, but my man's his man's is a bitch, and I don't want to be around that shit. I'm good, you know? So, yeah, bruh. Not to be all super aggressive and shit, but some people's like, I just... Nah, we don't need to coagulate at all. I, unless this mutual friend is here, I don't need to be here. And even if the mutual friend's there, hey, bruh, I'll check it with you later, man. You know? It's just nah, because sometimes some people you kick it with or be around bring a side out of you that you don't even want to, you know, entertain, but... Yeah, man. So I would say definitely for me, that's something I over time, it's like, of course, you always want to be befriend people people because I'm a, I'm a friendly person. But yeah, man, after a while, I just kind of just start cutting shit short or just I start showing up as often. Like, damn, anybody seen shot? Like, nope. Or sometimes I get that now. It's when people's like, yo, I ain't seen you in X amount of time. It's Like, I know. yeah, I'm not going to pop out and be on the scene all the time. You know, like <laughs> niggas got a life. <laughs> I try to make a moves all the time, man. So of course, if it's somebody I really rock with, you know, I pull up when I can. But man, I'm not one. I've never been that type to try to be on the scene all the time just to be seen. Some days is kind of over for me.
1: So, especially for me, though. I don't got time. Yeah, nah, I, feel
0: niggas,
1: I feel you. Niggas, niggas, do not got time no more, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, nah. Man. On with the work, So speaking of not having time. This is a perfect segue for a situation that I thought, well, I don't know what to think about this shit because I kind of had a feeling it wasn't going to amount to much, but apparently a judge in Texas has blocked President Joe Biden's plan to provide millions of borrowers with up to $20,000 apiece and federal student loan forgiveness. Again, this is not a political podcast, but I just (sighs) feel like we got finagled on this one, man, because I was really looking forward to it. I mean, I already said last episode that regardless of what happens, once the loans kick back in, I'm paying the minimum for the rest of my natural life. So I don't care what it is. But I just thought that was just bullshit. Because I think they tried to say, like, this would give some people the unfair advantage and people that already paid their loans off, where it's just like, man, go to hell, bro. Like, that's crazy as fuck to me. Crazy. Especially the way the economy's going right now with shit. Like, we're in the economic downturn. They're going to be for at least the next two years or so. So I felt like this would be the perfect time to get that situated. Also, I feel like this is also a big ass setup, but I don't even want to get my tenfold hat and conspiracy theory thing going. But I just thought that was kind of disheartening to a degree because I know it's people out there that really need that shit, you know. So just I, ain't, I
1: ain't even trying to make a joke about it, but it'd be things like that. The way it's like, bro, it sound good. Like yeah. it really sound good. It sound good because you know. I would say maybe 75% of the population could use that. No question. For sure. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, after, com- after coming out of a pandemic, and even though we still fake in a pandemic, I For guess. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you got to end with the prices of everything going up, not even just gas. I'm talking about food food delivery, um, cars, oil changes, car parts, furniture, housing, rent. All that shit. Like everything is going up. I just knew I just knew that they're not about to like they're not about to give out, you know, X amount of dollars for student loan forgiveness or just, you know, say fuck everybody debt because that's too like, shadow. It's too much like right, bro. Like some like some things in America, bro. It's just you just got to talking to, you know what? New Zealand might do some shit like that, but that's too much like right for us to do. Hmm. China may do some shit like that, but that's too much like right for us to do. Like when the like when the pandemic hit, what did China do? Spray that fuck out of everybody, shut everything down.
0: Yeah, it was
1: good, but that ain't. But that was too much like right for us to do because it was too fucking easy. You know, um, even even with, damn, what the fuck was I about this? What the fuck it was on the tip of my tongue? Like, e- like even with, oh, oh shit! Like when people be cleaning up credit and shit, right?
0: Mm-hmm. How the
1: fuck? Like, how, like how the fuck? How, like how the fuck you gonna? How the fuck you gonna really realistically clean up everybody's credit? You know, with them credit services, but then you gonna give? You know. This person, like, but you're gonna forgive this amount, you know what I'm
0: saying?
1: Yeah, it's like, like, it's like, catch like, 22. like yeah, it's like, catching me too. But it's like, you said to me one time, Why, like, if we print money while we in debt, like, you said, the value of the dollar goes down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, yeah, like, everybody would be out, like, everybody would be out of debt, like, everybody would be out of debt, student loan wise. I don't know about you know, any other thing you may accrue in right. your life. But um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it just be just <laughs> I don't know about uh, anything else that you you know what I'm saying you got going on not you but yeah you know the average person but nah it's too it's that shit was too much like right to me um I, mean, I knew they weren't gonna do that because they don't even want that mouth. for they don't even want his ass in office anymore man they want Trump back yeah yeah they man. want Trump they want Trump back so they're gonna do everything to make Biden sweat.
0: Absolutely. Only got one year left, a little year and a half, if that, you know. So it is what it is. I just think, I don't know. I really don't know what to think at this point, bro. I didn't see, like, I've seen enough or lived long enough to see how the way way this nation just works and continues to just find ways to take steps backward with having, like, a symbol of change, but no actual change. And it's like, why even get react? I mean, to me, mm-hmm. it's not even worth the energy and time versus being mad over son. It really ain't. I mean, granted, everybody's situation is different, so it affects everybody differently. But for me, it's just like I can't control a lot of this shit. I can only do my part and you know live life and, tr- and enjoy it. In the meantime, simple as that. It's gonna take a lot for me to get mad over some shit that I don't got no control over. If we can even do it. <laughs> It's just not worth the energy, man. Why you can get upset about that, you can put that energy towards something more worthwhile, bro. Like I told my homeboy about that shit the other day. It's like, so I can get mad about motherfuckers doing you any kind of way, but it's like, move on. They made the decision. Now it's time for you to make your decision. So that's how I look at it. But yeah, like like you said, it was good in theory, you know. But we don't live in an idealistic world, you know. It's not not the way it works. So no, we
1: don't. It just we we don't. You would think. Like you would think, us educated black us educated black people
0: mm-hmm.
1: would know, you know. This will work. This makes sense. Like if you know, like if you know that doing that would eliminate debt, like would eliminate debt, but you can increase, you know, the price of everything else. You won't get the money back anyway. But you right. don't want to fucking do it. But it's kind of like as balanced because you want to get stimulus checks, you want to get two stimulus checks when uh, Trump was in office, but won't do that shit now when he in office, yeah. And even when he got, and even when he got in office, it was still, you know, you still, it still ain't really said change. It was just, all right, we just celebrate because Trump was no longer there, right. But it wasn't like, but it wasn't like a thing where we were happy, like we wasn't like legitimately happy about this shit. like, damn, like what the fuck is he gonna do? Like, and what the fuck is Kamala gonna do? Like, if she waiting for the nigga to croak so she can take over?
0: <laughs> like, did day. Yeah, bro. I mean, hell, if I know, man. I, it's beyond my understanding at this point. You know, all I can say is enjoy the ride of life. That's all you really can do, cause we could sit here and come with all these different solutions, but putting them into practice—that's a whole another problem. A whole another problem putting solutions into practice. I mean, granted, you know, doing the right thing—is it really isn't that difficult? But you know, it's a tug of war, bro. That's all it is—a a constant tug of war every four to eight years, man. It's—it's kind of—I don't know—not to sound like a defeatist, but it just kind of gets old, but. Anyway, um, speaking of, I guess, let's say even like higher ups, but switching gears a bit because we did just recently have the biggest Powerball winner, I think, for $2.4 billion. And the winner took home $628 million after taxes, which I just think, granted, blessing either way, but it's like, Uncle Sam came back to collect, bruh. That's crazy. Like. You win 2.4 but only walk away with 628 mil. Granted, I still, shit, I could use 628 million right now after tax. Somebody say,
1: to yes, say, let's be do, let's be careful. I would I figure out a way.
0: <laughs> Nigga, me too. I, I, I've done more with less. so. But that's just like, damn, 2.4 billion. I mean, again, I guess on the flip side to it, so they probably took the, the cash out versus doing that annuity shit, you know? So I can kind of understand that. Like, but I just felt like that was just wild. IRS, man, they came up, which just kind of makes me scratch my head because, like, we get taxed for literally everything here, man, so I don't understand how we have so much debt, like, national debt, like, the math just doesn't math at all to me. Makes zero sense. Like, the the millions of people that live here and the high earners that live over here, one of the strongest nations in the world, just doesn't, does not, I don't know, just makes me scratch my head sometimes, son. (laughs) Like... That's wild as fuck.
1: Nah, I definitely don't understand. Like, two point four and then you walk away with six. Like, but they, wow. Like, what the fuck do like? What the fuck do they do with tax money? I'm really like, I really want to know that. Like, I really want to know. Y'all, motherfuckers want to know everything about us and how you know everybody grew up,
0: our bills and our finances. What the fuck do y'all do with our tax money? Yeah, outside of funding wars and shit. Because I don't understand. Yeah. I don't. Even if you are, you know, sending money off to other nations and shit, son, we get taxed literally every day. Like, that's outside of taxes And taxis, I'm sure they clean up, no question. But it's like, oh, the only taxes on our paychecks, taxes to buy food, everything. So it's like, <clears throat> how does that money get reinvested back? Like, I'm talking about federal. We know local, allegedly, they, they use that money to build and fix roads and shit <clears throat> but i don't know man a lot of this stuff just doesn't make sense to me like it just doesn't because if millions of people that's been in this nation for eons on end we still have you know fucked up transportation situations with shit education is going to shit day by day like it's almost like they want to eliminate fucking public schools which i think is goofy but that's a whole nother conversation like, I just don't understand somehow we could be so wealthy but yet still be so fucking dumb and kind of behind. Not kind of. We are behind in a lot of shit with technology, like, a lot The only thing we really got running for us big, son, is just entertainment, really. Big-time entertainment hub, no question. But outside of that, like, man, it's Bama's out here that can't even do basic arithmetic. I think the average American reads on a sixth-grade level, so it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and then, I mean, with all these technological advances we have, it just seems like people just don't even try to critically think anymore on anything, you know, it's like everything is gospel. It's like, it's not, I mean, it's more to the story. People read into it, but people don't like to read. So it's just like, <laughs> it's mind boggling, bro. It's mind boggling. You know, especially seeing this shit play out in real time. Cause of course as you know, as children we don't think about this kind of shit, but as you become, you know, get older and become like, you know, a bit more, uh, not involved, though, but a cognizant adult, you know, just like, yo, son, how many times y'all gonna keep entertaining this, this shit, you know, but, nah, not to get us all serious out, I'm gonna say, yo, <laughs> <up to> our <laughs> last topic, which I think is hilarious to me, so, Warner Brothers' discovery is prepared for life after M- uh, NBA games on TNT, with the NBA potentially seeking $75 billion for a set of media rights, Warner Brothers will be disciplined in negotiations, they basically just said, "Fuck y'all NBA, we don't need y'all for real." So, mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you think this is gonna play out? Because I think my only question, is well, biggest question. Um, well, I'll let you go ahead and say it first, and I'll bring up like my next point to it. Like, can you imagine NBA without NBA without TNT, bro? As long as great has Lebron's had with Shaq and all of them, like even
1: before Shaq and them, bro. We talking about. Dave, that goes back with David Aldridge, Amar Vashad, and all them. That goes way, way, way yeah. back. Like, we, like, what the
0: fuck? Yeah, because NBC, that was the 90s. I remember that shit. Bro, like, you, even
1: when you were, even we go back to Stuart Scott on ESPN, yep. we go back to, even when Rich even when Rich Eisen, I think, was doing, like, some NBA things. Even when, uh, goddamn, Magic Johnson, like how, bro? Like you, like you really, I, I, Zeke? Like how do you, like how do you honestly think that's gonna really work? Like that's gonna really work out, right? How? Like, do you understand? Like NBA and TNT, it's like peanut butter and jelly when we was sick. We need that shit. <laughs> peanut butter, gin, gin, peanut butter and jelly, and fucking ginger ale. It's like the it's like the NFL without NBC. It's like the NFL. It's like the NFL Sundays not coming on Fox, Fox or CBS. What else is it going to come on? Right. It's like it's, it's it's like sports. It's like sports and no highlights. What is what are you good for? We don't watch TN, We don't watch movies on TNT. We watch it for basketball. You know the assignment. <laughs> you know why, we, like you know why we here on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. If you don't know the days of the shit, come on. The fuck? What? The, man, this the, you better get the fuck out of here. What the fuck, y'all gonna censor basketball? They can't cuss. They can't say nothing no more. What the fuck? What do you? Man?
0: Y'all better stop playing with me. Yeah, I don't know how this is gonna work out. Cause I mean, they're gonna grow in. Billions of dollars so I, I don't understand why like TNT's acting like they're holding their feet to the fire
1: bro ain't no fucking way my boy yeah ain't I don't no know fucking home, sport, they, there's
0: no other big sport out there that they get that TNT could even invest in because the NFL looking like they starting to move towards Amazon so I mean I mean they're not going to but they they taking a piece of the pie so TNT without NBA bro I don't know. I don't even know any TV shows that come on TNT. Honestly, because you know, cable's kind of at least over at my crib. It's non-existent over here. So uh, I
1: know. I know Animal Kingdom. I ain't okay. gonna front. I know Animal Kingdom. I ain't. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I do. I do watch Animal Kingdom. I'll I give him that. But that's not going no NBA
0: on. numbers, though. I don't think.
1: Oh no! 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 That's that's what I'm saying, knows, bro. NBA like... numbers. <laughs> even even Amazon even Amazon can get, can get left to the left because if the NFL do away with it Thursday night, what the fuck are you gonna get now?
0: That's true. That's possible.
1: <laughs> so 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 it's like yeah, you got it, but for how long do you think you gonna really get them 17 games? Because you know they're talking about eliminating that. So if you eliminate that, what good what good is that? What good is this shit now? Amazon and everybody don't even really watch Thursday night games anymore.
0: Yeah, I agree. Shit. I mean Apple could come in and get an NBA something they can't refuse. And that would really push push them up.
1: Yeah, that's Apple because everybody majority of the population got iPhones. Exactly. Man, trying to tell you, bro. That's that's different. That's 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 way that's way, way, way different. That's actually a smart ass idea.
0: Yep. I can see it happening if they keep TNT keep fucking around. Shit.
1: That's that's like goddamn uh so the stars not trying to fuck with power. Are you yes. done? Shit. Do you, know that, do you know what? Do you know what the fuck we really watch the shit for?
0: Power. Got, that's all they VLS. got. Razor a Yeah, that's really it. Hey, we but don't do that on. shit
1: no more. I yeah, bro. Be not. <laughs> yeah. What wrong with uh T they, 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 they stop
0: playing me. Yeah, then, like, I'm also thinking, because I know, like, uh, who was it, Charles Brock just signed, like, a 10-year, like, contract with TNC, something, like, what the fuck would he be doing if they don't have NBA no more? Like, all four of them, Ernie, Kenny, Shaq, like, they're going to be on the animal planet just talking about animals and shit for the next decade. Like.
1: Imagine Shaq Big talking about an elephant.
0: I mean, I can see it plausibly happening, man. He, he got the range, you know, he's. He's doing general commercials and shit, so I don't see why he can't talk about animals, man. I, Charles, I
1: Charles, Bobby, Charles Barkley, barely could say niggas' names right. What the fuck you gonna say? What the fuck you
0: think gonna say? Pronounce hippopotamus. <laughs> you know what? Now that you say that man, that might be kind of entertaining. But <laughs> yeah, it'll be entertaining. But what the what the fuck I ain't gonna last that long? Yeah, nah, for sure. People ain't gonna be hooked on it like they were watching NBA games on. They Wednesdays oh, no. night, right? Yeah,
1: Wednesdays, like, shit. Bro, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, bro. Yeah. Some, I... some it would be some Wednesday because, you know, ESPN gets some Wednesday games. Correct. But it would be Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, bro.
0: Yeah, I don't know how they're going to play that one out. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out, though. I'm interested.
1: I'm, I'm really not even interested in that. <laughs>
0: I am because I just want to see what's going to happen, bro.
1: That I, definitely...
0: feel like, I feel like they should have already internalized the deal before it got to this point. they probably just doing that shit to push the price up, maybe. Or get them to lower the price, maybe. I don't know. But I just feel like that's a negotiation tactic that could backfire horribly. Like we said, if Apple gets it, man, boy, that's going to be all she wrote. That's going to be all she wrote. So, yeah, best of luck to those bammers man. But anyways, before we get up out of here, man, is there anything else you want to rap about?
1: Man, make sure um y'all warm y'all cars up in the morning. Cause I'm tired of riding past y'all and y'all shit. I like know y'all about to blow up in the morning. Y'all fucking up my sleep, man. <laughs> y'all fuck, y'all fucking up my sleep, man. Right? Like, warm your cars up. Walk around your car. Make sure you know ain't nothing suspicious on your car. What? Make sure your tires got in it. Get gas before you go in the house. Don't don't just. Have a reason to stop in the morning and be outside, man. Just keep yourself safe at all times. That's all I, that's all I can say. Nah, that's do, real. Do ever, do ever, do everything the day before to ensure that when you get when you get up power and go to work in the morning or whatever you do with yourself in the morning. I don't, I don't know. That's your business. Just make sure you got You avoid an unnecessary stops to be seen.
0: Yeah, especially house, holiday season around the corner. Y'all
1: already know how it gets out here, so. And, and another thing, hey, y'all need to get doorbell cameras so y'all can see who's telling y'all shit. Yeah, man, the uh, boys' definitely
0: going to be out here this year
1: yeah. for sure. Hey, man, you know, it's about this Black Friday time, so <sighs> if you ain't been to uh, Fred's Outdoors and Waldo for the gun range, you know, anywhere to buy firearms. Nah, whatever what you do with it, what you do with it. I'm just putting it out there in the atmosphere. I ain't yeah. saying I do anything with it, but you know, it's yeah, putting out there, it's putting it out
0: there.
1: Like a boxer. You, you know, it's like a damn black person. There. For sure,
0: <laughs> nah, <Not> right. <laughs> well, y'all already know. Uh, if you want to tell people they can find you right again, or I'll just plug it into the description like I usually do. I
1: appreciate you plugging into the script. I think if y'all know by now, no disrespect. Fuck y'all I ain't gonna say this shit ten t- times.
0: I feel that, bro. Well y'all Y'all already... know my voice. <laughs> well y'all already know for me. Shadow Solo on Twitter. That's still around for now. I don't know, Twitter's going through some shit, but I was about to talk about that on another episode. But um uh-huh. Shot Solo on Instagram, Thoughts Penning with no G on Twitter, Thoughts Penin Pod on Instagram. Tell a friend to two, listen to the show, leave a review. And as always, this is all our time till next time, y'all. We are out. Peace. Peace.